Everybody, welcome back to the Stabcast. I'm Dan, and I'm Mindy. And we're and here to talk about. Tonight we are here. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth, Part Three. Uh, Jason, we have a, a big one. Uh, we're we're kind of skipping ahead and going in different directions here. We were on a Freddy series, but now. Now we're talking about Friday the 13th, part three. We're post-Halloween, so we're just picked up a random movie. Mindy's been watching the Friday movies for me for my birthday a couple weeks ago. So, uh, And she liked this one, so I said, let's talk about it. So we're here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Um, so the only thing I really have in horror news for everybody is to check out Paramount Plus because they have the new Pet Cemetery. Um, which is Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. From what I'm hearing about it, it's really good. And there's also another movie that I can't pronounce, so I'll have to figure out how to pronounce it and tell you guys later. But it stars Matt Smith, and basically he's like the only person in it. It's weird. And it's really horrorish, and he he looks great. I I can't wait for it. And not to mention, all critics around the world right now are giving it a hundred percent. A hundred. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. No yeah. one has said anything bad about it at all. Damn. I know. So I cannot. I'm on. I am on pins and needles. I can't wait for that to drop because that's going to be something we're going to go have to see in theaters. 100%. Uh, so, we, we I can't wait see for that. that. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for a couple weeks when uh, there, there's a couple things I wanted to send you because uh, mm-hmm. not not to promote other podcasts, but they're so big. So so I figured we'd talk about it on this one anyway. It's not even really promoted. But uh on Rogan the one do the two guys that made uh uh talk to me, the two directors, they went on there and Oh, that's did they do an interview? Yeah. And it's actually it, it's pretty oh, cool. funny and it, it's it's actually it's pretty cool. And uh Eli Roth went on Tiger Belly and was talking to Bobby Lee. And Eli Roth that and thanks to Where movie. can he find this? Uh, Tiger Belly on YouTube, Rogan's only on Spotify. Okay. Just so our fans know where to yeah. go find this but, uh, information. Uh, yeah, I'm about, I was going to tell you off air. It just came to me. But uh, Eli Ross Thanksgiving movie looks fucking awesome, Mindy, and I can't wait to go see it in a couple weeks with you because we got to see that one in theaters for sure. 
I find it hilarious, guys, that he is so on the bandwagon for, like, let's just let's just call it as, as it is, the best torture porn director <laughs> ever. Yeah. And he's okay with seeing this movie. Probably going to have cannibalism in it. And he don't care because it's made by Eli Roth. Eli Roth does cannibalism. Have you seen Green Inferno? Yeah, I don't like that movie. So, I mean, I just find it funny that you're, like, really psyched out for this because I don't know if it's going to be – if it's going to be intense Eli Roth or if he's going to dial it back a little bit. I mean, I, I, there might be some cannibalism from the killer, but this looks like a pretty, this looks like a slasher, like a pretty cut and dry Thanksgiving slasher. This looks like like yeah, and we need slasher. one of those. We don't have a Thanksgiving slasher. Exactly, and, and you know, and you know how I feel about that one movie. <laughs> I, I don't want to shit talk it too much, but uh, we, he's let's right. Let's say, we guys. After like, yeah. let's just say, guys, after even a year, he looked at Turkey weird. Yeah, for sure. That Pilgrim movie was. Uh, I mean, but that same. What was that series called? Because that did the body too. I it was called that. Into the Dark. Yeah. So. And it was the yeah. second. It was actually the second movie that they did for Thanksgiving because right after the body they did a Thanksgiving movie called Flesh and Blood which is when a young lady who is agoraphobic finds out that by snooping and stuff that her father is actually a serial killer yeah and that he killed his, her mother and everything. It's a really complex story. I mean, I said it before. I'll say it again. Go check out Hulu's Into the Dark. It's such, it's like an Are You Afraid of the Dark, but for, like, adults. Yeah, it's really good, but the Pilgrim one sucks. Uh, and uh, Yeah, there's a couple you might want to stay away from, like the Pilgrim because of cannibalism, and then I would also stay away from the treehouse if you're not okay with, like, razors and stuff like that because they do bring up that a lot and rape. Yeah. So if you're not okay with that, I would stay away. So basically just... I mean, the description's all there and whatnot. Just read the description, and you'll be able to tell whether or not you think you can handle it. Yep. Eli Ross Thanksgiving looks fucking awesome, though. That looks like a really good uh, November slasher. And Patrick Dempsey looks good in it. And it's got a couple other interesting casting choices, so I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, too. I really am. I don't want you to think that I'm not. I really am, because we need this for... We need this for slashers, because, like I said, we slashers don't have a Thanksgiving one. We have Christmas, we have Fourth of July, we have St. Patrick's Day with the Leprechaun, we have Valentine's Day with Valentine. Yeah. Everyone else gets a holiday, why not? Why not Thanksgiving? Every other holiday gets credit, so. Alright, well... So, as Daniel said, we're going to be doing uh, Friday the 13th, Part 3. 
um, just so everyone knows, this is going to be more of a laid back conversation kind of thing because this is like from the 80s. So no offense, but if you haven't watched it yet, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, they're on HBO Max. Go check them out. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, huh? 1982 to be exact, but yeah, it's been around a while. Uh, as a, as opposed to just like telling the plot, a, a lot of people have, uh, you know, it, this this should have been seen and then go watch it and then come back because this is a spoiler filled conversation too, you know. Exactly. Uh, this. What do you think? This is a weird movie in a lot of ways, Mindy. Uh, especially being a Friday fan, this is my favorite slasher franchise of all time. And there's a lot of things about this movie that people don't like and people kind of shit on. But this is also considered an underrated one, and it's some people's favorites. And some people remember Shelley, the fucking legend. One of the greatest protagonists in uh I, I want to know what is up. I want to know what the fuck is up with, with Friday the 13th. And naming guys Shelly. Because we'll he did see. it in the first one, too. Who was Shelly in the first one? Yeah, maybe it was in the second one. He had, like, short black hair, lanky. I don't remember Shelly. But he was in one of them. He was, he was Shelly, and then this Shelly came up. <laughs> so, I mean, I liked this Shelly, though, a little bit better because I mean it is where Jason gets his mask from even though he's oh, a, yeah. I think he's a dumbass but he's very integral to the film and to the franchise because had he not given 100%. well I'm not going to say give if Jason didn't happen to come across him with the mask he wouldn't have been able to put it on and, I mean, I'm sorry, but there's only so many movies you can make with someone with a sack over their hat. Yeah. So, I will say, Shelley, may he rest in peace, but he was very integral to the franchise. Oh, absolutely. And also, he was, like, innocent and funny in the way he was just trying to get the girl and... He- He's, like, considered one of the better characters. Because a lot of these people, besides your, like, final girl, and in this one, Chris Higgins is a, a particularly bold choice and some, someone, especially after how much, like, uh, Ginny was beloved in the second one. Uh, and also, so this actress is coming from horror. This yeah, actress exactly. actually did the movie, um, what was it called, Sweet Sixteen. I don't think you've ever seen it. Really old. And um, she started in that. And then that's when she got the phone call to be in Friday the 13th. Yes. So Danny little tidbit Kim- of knowledge Kim- for everybody. Yep. Yeah, she, she had a little uh, experience before then for sure. And, and she's been yep. a working Very, actor. You know. God. She was a working actor all the way up until 1990. Damn, that's impressive because, I mean, at that point, she's got to be, like, what, in her 50s, maybe? Yeah, she's 64 now. 
Yeah, she, yeah, I'm not going to say that's, like, hella old because, like, my father's 62. But, I mean, it's, like, three, it's, like, 30 years older than me, so to me they're old. Right. Uh, but, but a lot of the side characters are just, like, kind of meatbags to get to fuck, smoke, drink, and die. And, uh, uh, Shelley, and you know, I kind of disagree with that. I I think that that's more of the vibe in the fourth one. No, I just mean in franchise history, not just in this movie. Like oh, in okay, Friday okay. History, I, I apologize. Like I apologize. Like. Yeah, and I'm saying Shelley is kind of like one of the more fleshed out out of all of them. Uh, there, there's always, uh-huh. and I love a lot of the characters in the movies, and I don't think, like, I think, I like the little personalities they have and shit. But uh, Shelly And you just always like to, the yeah. Misfits, too. Yeah, exactly. You love the Misfits. Yeah, the underdogs, the outcasts, because, like, he is a misfit, and especially the way that biker gang, <laughs> a random biker gang in this movie. Oh, my God. The fucking biker gang. Shelly grew some fucking nuts. He did. Oh, my God. Well, like, guys, I don't know if you remember this or not. We're going to jog your memory real quick. This black guy, I can't remember his name. Do you remember his name? Akeem, I think. I think it was uh, Abel. Abel. And Abel. Abel yeah. Huh? I think so, Abel yeah. comes... Okay, so if we're wrong, guys, let us know. But this guy comes up to the car, and, like, uh, the girl that he's with is so shaken up that she can't even drive because they just actually ran into them uh, coming out of the store, and it was quite rude. And so she gives the keys to Shelly, and Shelly starts rubbing up his car and whatnot and pretend like he's going to, like, hit the guy. But he's an idiot, and he puts the car in reverse, and he runs over the man's bike. That is one thing you do not do to a motorcycle gang. Yeah. You don't touch the fucking bike. You don't run over the fucking bike. You don't do anything to the bike. The bikes are sacred when it comes to a, uh, when it comes to a motorcycle gang like that. So even though there's only three of them. But they are obviously a gang. And so he goes bonkers and throws, I believe, a rock or something through the windshield and whatnot. And Shelly's freaking out and everything. The girl that's with him is trying to calm down. He started to drive away. And then he's like, you know what? I'm done. That's it. I'm done being picked on. I'm done being the little man. I'm going to stand up for myself. And he takes a Yui and runs this mother-effer's bike over with the car with no no shits given. Badass. It was a dope move. And that really was it really was a dope move. Like I was not expecting that at all from that character ever. Even the second time he did it, I was like <gasps> So like it's just very very fleshed out character and also very brave character. He was brave. I mean, in in moments, and 
you kind of feel bad the way it goes out. The leader of the biker gang's name is Ali. But, uh, Ali? Okay. We apologize, guys. Yeah. But uh, Shelly was – and the fact – and even flashing forward to him getting fucked up later on, and because he was such a prankster and him screw – the only thing – he was just trying to be likable, and he wanted everybody to be friends with him, and he felt bad that he was – I felt so guy. bad for him, too, when he was dying because they thought he was joking. Yeah, they thought the chick thought he was fucking with him. <laughs> She's like, yeah, she thought he was like, was she like, thought he was like the shit. boy called. He, she was like, he was the boy that called that cried wolf. But yeah. in all reality, he's bleeding out, and you're an idiot. But can you really blame? That's a really good question. Can you really blame that friend group for not taking him seriously? Not at all. Because I can't. Because he tried, he like tried to scare everybody. At least a good six or seven times. Yeah, not at all. I mean, so, I do think I, that it looked a little realistic. Like when it, when it's the, you can tell when someone's joking is, like if the, his throat was really slit, I feel like you should be able to know. But I agree, he's been screwing with you. He did like three jokes already. It's like fuck you, Shelly. I'm not falling for all for they it. know. For all they know, they took a, he took a marker and put it around his neck. And by the way, that actress that found Shelly uh, and proceeded to run and and some of the no offense, and I'm not sit, trying to harp on this woman or anything. And this these movies aren't known for having like Daniel Day Lewis in them, but uh, yeah. some of the worst acting you've ever seen. <laughs> Some of the worst, she, like she, the panic in her, like she was trying, like ah, <laughs> like she, who was she? No, let, let me. Who let are me we talking about? I think it was uh, Vera. Vera, I hated her. I could not wait for her to die. She was yeah. somebody that was shown, and I was like, oh, I can't wait for this bitch to get it. She got, because, I mean, her death is good, yeah. too, getting shot in the eye with a spear gun. Oh, yeah. I will have to say something. The, the kills in this movie, I don't give a hell who you are. Go ahead and call in and tell us more or whatnot. Are you with me? I don't care. But I really feel like the gore, the story, and also the kills were just chef's kiss. Especially, especially the kills. The kills were amazing. The kills and were great. My and this is the famous upside down one too, where the guy's just doing a fucking like he's just walking upside down on his hands for no fucking reason, and then he gets. I know it's so trippy. It, it, it's that's an iconic kill, and uh, yeah. Because for some of you who don't know, because I didn't know, Daniel knew, but I don't really know. This technically was one of the first horror movies that was in 3D in the 80s. Yeah. Like, they tried 3D with some monster movies and stuff, I believe, in, like, the 60s and 50s, but it didn't really work. Even though I didn't have 3D glasses on, after speaking to you and everything, I can completely understand that it was 3D. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it was just kind of like like it was in your face, especially the beginning, yeah. like you were saying before we went on with the disco, which is like your favorite part. 
and, and like with, with the fun music and, and like the words like part three is like shooting out at your face like the, it, yeah. it's pretty like it's right there and it's like and the yo-yo scene is one of my personal favorite where it's just a guy playing with a yo-yo for no reason and fucking you see it going up and down into the TV. Well, no, he was and, doing it for a reason. He was trying to hit the girl's boot. Well, yeah. So the, there was a reason, but it, it was just, it, it was kind of, they, they did scenes like that on purpose just to be like, hey, there's 3D in this. And you know, and you also, had to have a I would machetes. like to point out, too, I would like to point out real quick, too, that this movie was not at Camp Crystal Lake. No, it's at Higgins this Haven. This movie was actually at exactly Higgins Haven, which I believe is like down and around the bend from Crystal Lake. It's yeah, it's in Crystal Lake, but it's not in Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. So that totally that was interesting to me. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but that was very interesting to me. No, the different locations, what's fun about that, and that's the thing, Crystal Lake is kind of big, and the camp isn't the only uh, part in it, you know, and uh, Higgins Haven is a fun little, and the barn in that is kind of iconic, and I I, I do like this, this, and that's why when they made it the video game, the Friday the 13th, I'm glad Higgins Haven was a map, because that was something you had to include, and... uh, even like uh, yeah the barn is iconic and him fucking the biker gang up in the barn like you said the kills are really good in this uh i like the boyfriend in this particularly i think rick's a pretty good even though his death is one of those the most like like it's right up there with the mom getting ripped through the window the dummy and uh nightmare yeah like you, that bad. is clearly a paper mache face and you see his eyeball shoot out and that's the 3d too and the eyeball shoots out <laughs> The fa- it's like a clay face. And it, fucking Jason Take notes, Scream 6, because this is how you do 3D. Yes. But I do like the scene of Chris coming out while Rick is, and he's holding Rick's mouth so Rick can't talk. Like, that is a good scene, mm-hmm. and the way the rain's hitting the camera and stuff, or hitting the ground, and uh, I, I really like that scene. And, and then he squeezes They did an amazing job with the cinematography, if you ask me. I, I agree. And the thing is, is I thought it was just beautiful. They they did yes. a great job, and these movies are so fascinating to me because, especially as like people like us, that we would love to be given a lump sum of money and be told, "Here, go make a movie." And uh, these movies were made on such low budgets back then, of like one million. To, this is two point two million, and it made thirty six. And the, these these things just mopped up at the box office, even though they were considered B-movies or whatever and not, like, awesome cinema. But they always did really well. Up until, like, like in the 80s. Because they always wanted to see what happened. Yeah. Um, I will say that it is a good camp movie and everything, and I get why you like them, but it's still not my favorite camp movie. I know, Sleepaway Camp. Sorry. Not even Sleepaway Camp. I think cheerleading camp is above it. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I I do. But as you were saying, they were on a very strict budget. And what's really funny is in the first one, the woman that plays Mrs. Loomis, her car actually broke down. 
and she had no money, no food, no way to fix her car. So she actually went down the street and um, presented herself and did a short audition for Mrs. Voorhees, and they loved her so much that they signed her. Yeah. So, I mean, without that, we would have had a completely different Mrs. Voorhees. So it's really cool to think about those kind of fate things. Yeah, and and this movie is all about fate things because this was a, this was supposed to be a sequel where Ginny returns mm-hmm. and she's in a mental asylum and she's and she's yes, like crazy. Yes, I heard that. And that's what it was. So Amy Steele wasn't really feeling it anymore, and she kind of wanted to be done after the second one. And Ginny was such a good final girl, and I guess she could have done the Laurie Strode shit and done fifteen movies. But she didn't. She wanted to be done after the first one. It was respectable. Uh, but she Chris Higgins respectfully. Kind of, yeah, it was fine. She bowed out respectfully, and she still is loved and has love for the fan base, and still does conventions and stuff like that. But Chris Higgins was and uh, Dana Kimmel's uh, performance is kind of a polarizing one, and especially because she's kind of shoehorned of, as someone that visited Crystal Lake before and had an encounter with Jason, and. Uh, She's well, got you gotta remember. Thing. You gotta remember. She's the one that has the family cabin that yeah. they're all out in Higgins Haven, and she yeah, exactly. ran away because she was angry at her family, and that's where she ended up meeting Jason. She fell asleep underneath a tree mm-hmm. while it was raining, and she heard a twig snap, and she was looking all over, and she actually saw Jason without even a mask. And it scared the living crap out of her. I don't even know why she would go back. She said she's going back to conquer her fears. They did. It's been a year. But that, to me, that's how you kind of, and I always took it as that was them kind of forcing the Jenny plot without having Jenny in it. Because I feel like that's yeah. what they would have had her done is conquer her fears because she had that fight with Jason. So it feels like that's what she was. And then even at the end, to circle back, they had kind of Chris going nuts at the end. And they had her fucking yeah. kind of freaking out and laughing, kind of, you know, suspect. And it kind of seemed like, oh, you know, she's going a little loco over all this, which is understandable. I'm sorry, but all of the girls did that. I mean, oh, I and Tommy yeah. Jarvis even did it in part four. Tommy Jarvis, I mean, in part five, he was basically a fucking killer. They kind of just said, yeah, he's the new Jason. And then in part six, they're like, never mind, he's the hero again. Yeah, they but never you know what I mean. They I'm sure you know what I'm putting down. I do know what you're putting down, but I, I'm just offering you that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I, they, they've teased that a couple times of people like being a bit off from the experience of Jason, and I'm fine with that. And I was fine with that with Chris, but uh, it, she never, she's one that never came back. Uh, you go to Tommy right after that because you go to part four after this, and then you start the Tommy Jarvis trilogy. And then that takes up part. I just think the whole waking up in the hospital, having a nightmare and shit, I think that whole thing is done. Yeah, I agree. They could have easily been done with that in the first movie. Jimmy didn't have to go through that. Um, Yeah, I'm glad they did. Because it seemed too much like Halloween 2 and Laurie Strode and all that bullshit, you know? Absolutely. And The Exorcist, because Exorcist 3 was filmed in a hospital. 
exactly. You didn't have to, and, and that's what this franchise was was trying to be like Halloween anyway, and, and but in a camp setting, and uh, and I never have any qualms about that, and I don't think Friday people do anyway, because that's kind of what this is. But, I wouldn't uh, really compare them though, because they are kind of two different people. The two, yes, there's enough differences, like, but. It's definitely heavily inspired, and you can't deny it. It's heavily inspired. Oh, absolutely not. It is It is absolutely inspired by Michael Myers. But Michael Myers and Jason in a whole is a real – they're real people with real backstories. Yeah. Like, Rory Strode even says in Halloween Ends, he's not a monster. He's a human. Yeah, and so is Jason, too, till part six. And then he's a zombie mm-hmm. for the rest of his days until the reboot. And I like yeah. zombies. Even though zombie Jason has the worst movies because that's, you know, takes Manhattan and goes to hell and stuff like that. But zombie, zombie Jason's my fucking favorite. I like zombie. I like zombie Jason. Zombie Jason. Oh, my God. No, what but you I, I like I like him as an undead fucking... As soon as the lightning bolt hits him and he fucking... Ah, and he's just this, like, crazy... He's got, like, worms coming out of his arms and shit. That what Jason's one cool. is that? That's part six and on. That's when Tommy and the buddy try to, like, bring him back to life. And then oh, they, like... Jason lives. That's Jason lives. And then from then on, he is this undead, like, creature. He is no longer, like, a person. The human... The, the kid Jason... The like okay. he from then on he is this undead like creature, and I like okay. that version even though those movies suck. After that, Jason Lives is amazing, but after that it kind of goes downhill. New Blood's kind of all right, but uh, th- this one to me it's always a lot of underrated fun. Let me look up the the Jason's name because this is a I think this is a one and done Jason Richard Brooker. Yeah, Bernie Strickland only did it once. Yes, he did. What'd you think of his Jason? He's a big, stocky, thick, kind of, you know, paving the way for, like, Kane and stuff. I think he was a little too fast. Yeah, he did some for in this one. my taste. He was, he, was a, he was a little too speedy. So, and it's I, not I, like it's wrong. It's just, yeah. that's the difference between the actors. Kane Hodder plays him very scary, very suspenseful, and very slow. This other person does the opposite and shows him as, like, a predator. Exactly. I I like a couple... I I like all the versions of him. I like Fast Jason 2 in, in that reboot... I like a slow kind of stalking Jason. I think there can. I that think, was Derek Manning, wasn't it, in the reboot? Derek Fisher. Derek right. Fisher, sorry. No, Derek Mears. Derek Mears. Derek Mears. Okay, so I was kind of right. Too for that show. Yeah, you were kind of right. Mm-hmm. Derek Mears, but uh, th- this Jason, I I thought he did a good job. What did you think of the Tommy Chong uh, ripoff? <laughs> the dude that was he, that dude, was exactly like, ridiculous. 
But yeah. I want to bring up one thing about that. If you're get if you think that you're getting pulled over by the police, just shove that shit down your pants. Don't eat it. That's a classic move. Because there is a scene where there was a cop's going past and they thought that they were in trouble and whatnot and they eat the fucking weed. And yeah. then the thing, and then the car drives right past them and it's like, you guys weren't even in trouble. <laughs> you guys weren't even so. in trouble. <laughs> but, I mean, there's, there's a couple quirks to this movie, but I would say the quirkiness and the campiness works for that. Oh, yeah. For me. This is when it was starting to get more fun. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it not comes... like a Freddy fun. No. Or anything. It's more of like a suspenseful cat and mouse fun. Yeah, honestly, it's more of like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a... The situate like it's kind of ridiculous, but it is also kind of scary, and it it is it's just like eighties fun. It's more eighties. Yeah, and I feel like he's more of a predator, more of a hunter. Oh, a hundred percent. Than a killer. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's definitely a killer, though. He fucks people up, especially. Well, absolutely. I'm absolutely. I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm just saying that if his life would have been different, I don't think we would have had a Jason. If what? I said if his life was any different and he didn't drop, we wouldn't have a Jason. Well, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right there. You are right there. Uh, but he did drown, and now he's back to fuck motherfuckers up. And you better not be smoking, and you better not be fucking. Or because, looking and, for a corpse crew. Or looking for a corpse Well, that's the fourth one. We'll get into that in different I case. know, but I, I had there to tear that in there. there and that's Back to the Future, Dad, Boom. And, like, oh, my God, Daniel, you should have seen me the first time I actually watched it. Like, watched it, watched it. Kevin was in the room, and he started laughing hysterically. Because I was like, oh, Jason just wanted to help. Oh, he just wanted to lend a helping hand to give you the corkscrew. That is the best Jason movie there is. (laughs) Part four. Part four and part six are the two best. This one's up I there. I don't know. Too. I disagree. I think this one is the second best. I would say four is the best, but the set and five, and then this one comes in third place. Five? I really, like I told you, I really enjoy five. I think it's a really cool twist on the story. I think it's really cool. You just want the people to that... fucking egg our house. You, you like Halloween 3 and fucking New Beginning. The two most polarizing fucking movies of all time. And slasher uh, history. Okay, hear me, hear, hear me out, okay? Hear me, hear me out, Mr. Critic. Hear me out. <laughs> so, what... Shit, what was I saying? <laughs> I'm hearing you out. Um, I think 
<laughs> that they were the best because, especially the fifth one, because it was so freaking obvious that it was not Jason. And that was just so hilarious to me. Because when you look at Jason, what do you see? Burned hands. Mm-hmm. Discolored, gross. Like his whole body is discolored and shit. This guy, who was Jason, he looked completely fine and he looked like he had a healthy, he, he looked like he had a good bill of health. He was Gucci. Exactly. So that's why it's one of my favorites because it makes me laugh so hard. Because it's yeah. like, how can you guys be so incredibly stupid? So yeah, that you. that's my reasoning. I already I already gave you gave you a reason, and yeah. that's above part five. And then part four is my favorite, and that's because I really, really thought that long kid. What is that? What is he, Mark Hamill? Yeah, Mark Hamill. I really thought he was going to kick himself Mark in the Hamill. face, man. No. That wasn't Mark Hamill. That wasn't, that wasn't Mark Hamill. Oh, what was it? Just... Who was it? In New Beginning? No, 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 no. In the fourth one. The blonde kid? Blonde hair. The one that was saying that was getting called the dead fuck. Oh, that was uh, the dad from Back to the Future. Uh, oh, okay, never mind. Let me find this man. But you know I really know. thought he—I really thought he was going to kick himself in the face. I, was he was dedicated coach. to those '80s moves, man. He was just—he was feeling it. He was in the groove, in the mood, like he. He had it going on. He was so funny. Crispin like, Glover. Watching him and watching, like, the girl trying to go, huh? Crispin Glover's his what? name. Crispin Glover. Okay. Crispin Glover. Oh, that's Crispin Glover? Oh, my God. George McFly. Oh, my God, my, how he's aged. Um, But the thing that made me find it the most hilarious is that, like, this girl is trying with them and be romantic and stuff and he like almost kicks her in the face. Yeah. Because of the way that he's dancing. He's literally dancing like he's having a t-shirt. She was loving it though. She was smiling. I mean she was digging it. She was. But I mean she was a good she, the other twin was a bit. Well for the time for the time though for the time era I guess those kind of dance moves where I really thought he was going to kick himself in the face. Cause, but that's my thing with the, and that's why we're talking about this one because the friend group in the fourth one to me far superior than the friend group in the third one. And that's important, the friend group that gets slaughtered. Because this one, like, the hippies don't do it for me. Like, it's cool that you smoke weed and you look like Tommy Chong, but what else is there to you? Shelly's a fucking godsend, but besides him, uh, you don't really have yo yo dude the cart or the guy fucking on his uh, walking upside down and getting slashed through the deck. He he's good. But... Well, because Chris doesn't strike me as a final girl either. Yeah, and all the other girls are just very Debbie and all that. They're not very uh, memorable. They're just kind of they're just there 
to 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 get to get rocked, to get killed. And the reason why I love this everyone so much is because it actually has my favorite scenes in the beginning of part two, which is when Jenny decides to make the ultimate sacrifice and use Pamela Voorhees' sweater and put it on. Yeah. And try to convince him that she is his mom. That was that was good. It was good, and it was a. Uh... Because I love that. That's my favorite from the second one when they do that. So I like when they try to do that. And I like Chris trying to, to you know, take matters into her own hands. And the runaway was good. And, you know, her, she she did fight. And she did end up, you know, coming away victorious against Jason. And uh, Yeah, I mean, she she had hutzpah. I'm not taking that away from Chris. She had hutzpah. I'm just saying to me she didn't scream final girl like all the other ones did. She didn't scream final girl, and the fact that Ali made it way too far. The fact yeah. that the biker gang yeah. leader oh, God, just yeah. like shows up at the end and he's one of the last people dead, that's just kind of ridiculous. Like, Rick should have made it farther yeah. than Ali. <laughs> you know, that's a little much. I love how he's, like, going to the barn and the girl just starts fucking around. That's so mean. Yeah. And I'll go to the barn and get everything ready. And she's like, oh, look at the hay. Uh, yeah, I just it's like, oh my god. The friend group in this one wasn't my favorite besides Shelly, and I thought Rick was the, he was a nice, caring boyfriend. Even knowing that he just wanted to to clap a lot of the the time when he's doing the shit in the bar that. with his shirt off, trying to look cool with his muscles popping off, fucking uh, doing whatever with the hay. What's that called? It's forking with the hay. He's yeah. pulling up the hay. Yeah. Bailing. Bailing the hay. Yeah. Just Bailing. looking like a badass with his arms fucking just jacked. And he's like, Chris, we got to bang. And uh, they never really get to it. And his face ends up getting smashed later. So, But I, I do Poor think guy, he, was, he never got his diggities. I like him better than Paul. I'll give him that. Paul in the second one. I, I like him as a better boyfriend. I thought Rick was a – he was kind of goofy looking, but he was a cool He guy. was more manly. He was. He, he kind of seemed like he could try to take Jason, even though he got fucked up. But I, I liked him. And the fact that he owned a lot, like, and Shelly, because that was his car that Shelly uh, fucked that, the biker gang up with, and he was pissed about it. <laughs> he was like, your friends are assholes. He was get, he was I mean, he got over it quickly. Night. Yeah. But he, he was pretty pissed. Well, yeah, he had bigger fish to fry by the end of the night, but... Yeah. I... I yeah I I do like this movie and I do think that it's a fun one in in Friday history and maybe not the best cast of characters but it does have some good kills and maybe not the best plot but I, there's just a fun charm about it that I think kind of separates mm-hmm. it and that, to me it's a it's a clear like eight to me it's around an eight mm-hmm. to like a seven point nine to an eight okay well. With, I was going to give it a 6.5, but after seeing the cinematography and everything and, like, watching it a second time as a critic and not a viewer, I'll have to bump it up to at least an 8. It surprised me. Yeah. It shocked me. The beginning was completely different than any other beginning. 
and I I appreciated that. This one seemed to be a little bit more like I don't want to say real or anything, but it seemed to be a little bit more of what they were going for in the first one. It it does. The only reason it's not a nine or a ten though for me is the lack of originality for me because it feels like oh, not even copying, not even copying Halloween or anything else, but just copying itself too much. Like I referenced uh, earlier with the mom coming out of the the lake to fucking grab her in from the boat is set a little Jason, which is basically the same scene, but it's like the dead mom this time. And like that able dude, who's like another crazy Ralph, which is like an old guy in the beginning. That's like, don't go over there. You're going to die. Like, like it's just, there's too much. It's just copying itself a little much in this one. It's like, it really works. It is very similar to the first one. Yeah. Part two for sure. And, uh, yeah, part two. But uh, besides that, I do think it's a really good, like, realized, fun movie. And there's a lot of enjoyment to be had in it. And I'd recommend any slasher fan. Especially camp. Yeah. I mean, honestly, guys, I would go, if you're like me and you don't really like them, go into it with a comedic state of mind. Because if you go in and watch it again in a comedic state of mind, you're going to see it completely differently. And you might even like it. And I know Daniel's probably cringing at me right now. But no, that's I agree with my you. personal opinion. That. Yeah. And this was the time where it wasn't... This and on, it, it, it gets more and more comedic. There's times where this mm-hmm. series takes itself seriously, but not often. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of fun to there's be had in these movies. I, I don't think – I think Halloween's more of the up-its-own-ass taking itself too seriously. And I think I think yeah. that's the one, like, credit – that's the one feather I'll put in Jason's cap and Friday's cap is I don't think it's ever afraid to have a little fun, especially with the music, now, you know. I would like to ask you something, Daniel, because you love me and my theoretic questions and everything. So here we go. Do you think that if they did a Freddy versus Jason versus Michael, do you feel like that would be a good movie? Freddy versus Jason versus Michael. I think it would be interesting. I I, th- I like the idea of it, but I think it might be too much, and I think it might, yeah. ex- especially because to me you would have to like get Amy Steele to come back and play Jenny, get Laurie, Str- get uh, Jamie Lee Curtis to do it, get the original Nancy. Call her and be like, I know you're done, I know you're retired, but one more time. Yeah. I think you'd have to bring out the big guns for everybody, and. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't really just want to see those three with a brand new cast of kids, just fucking a random cast up like Freddy versus Jason, and then a big fight at the end with them. I don't really know if I need that. But if you have Tommy okay. Jarvis and Laurie Strode, uh, you know, coming together to battle these two forces, like fuck yeah, battling their demons. Yeah, especially if you get Tom uh, Tom Matthews to come back. I think that's his name. Hopefully I didn't fuck that up. Even better if you get uh what was uh 
Corey. Corey Feldman to come back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think we've basically said everything we can say. I think we have. My top kill would be, uh, it would probably go to Shelly. It was a good one. Yeah, my top kill, um, it's going to surprise you. It's actually going to go to the um, biker guy. Okay. The one that Ali. Yeah. Or whatever. I like I liked his kill. Okay. Very good. So, and the girl of the gang. I like the way Jason took out that gang. Yeah. All right, yeah, this is a lot of fun, Mindy. What do you want to do next week? Uh, so next week, let me see if I can find it, because we all know that I've been writing horror movies down and whatnot and coming up with new ideas for the show and everything. So if I can find it, that's what we're going to be doing. But I can't, so I'm just going to pick... All right, pick a number one through five. Three. Okay, so we're going to do... Hold on. Let me make sure I know that it's on here. Hold on. What's the movie? Hold on. (laughs) I want to make sure that it's on streaming. And that's why I checked, because it's not. So pick another number. Uh, Two. Two? Okay, so let's do, because we have not done this yet, and we haven't done a paranormal piece in a little bit. Um, The Nun 2 just came out. Yeah, let's get it. It's on, huh? Let's get it. It's on HBO Max, so I was thinking that we could watch, because both of them are on HBO Max, um, watch them both, and then kind of like contrast and compare. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do that. The Nun 1 and 2. All right. If you guys want to keep up, it's going to be on HBO Max, and we're going to do 1 and 2. But One it's going to be a casual conversation like that. Absolutely. Yeah, this was fun. This was fun. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. We'll see everybody. And why don't you give them a big old hootie hoo? Hootie hoo! <laughs> we'll see everybody next time. Hey.